0: Three, two, one. And le- welcome to a new episode of Colors. My name is Nate Odenkirk. I am uh, approximately 50% of the show. Hi, Nate. Welcome to Colors from myself, Ari Masta, who is also a host on the show. And together, rounded up, we are 100% of the show. You're not going to see anybody else hosting this show for a long time. It's going to be a lot of fun. Just us. (laughs) Uh, Yes, unfortunately. Now, today we have a color that's been... We've we've already talked about it, which is super interesting um, to our viewers, but we haven't talked about a specific aspect of it. Well, we've only
1: covered covered one half of the color so far. Because we talked about brown in the home. But Nate, do you want to say the other half for the audience? I already know it, but do you want to
0: say it for the audience? Sure, so the color is brown. That's what we're going to be talking about. But it's not just brown as a color because there's too much, simply too much to unpack there. So we thought it would be wise to split this part of the episode into brown around town. So sort of the sights and the sounds that you see that are brown uh, around uh, around town.
1: Yeah, and this could be whichever town you live in. Some people live in different towns than other people, and we understand that. But so it is only this one will kind be, of brown, let it, me right? Be clear. It's brown yeah. around town, right? We're not talking about orange around town or green around town. Yeah. This is brown around town, but it could really apply to most towns.
0: Could be any town, but there's most one towns, brown. There's right. only one brown here. Uh, and if you uh, happen to say, "Oh, why why don't they talk about a different color?" Well, we have different episodes for that, and you know, you don't have to stay on this one. Is that right, Art? Yeah,
1: go listen to other episodes, and fr- you know, frankly, stop complaining because <laughs> we don't like that. Right, and that, exactly. that hurts my feelings on a personal level. So let's jump right into it, Nate. Um, we both live in a town. Mm-hmm. We, I, I actually got up and I walked around the town today. So my mind is already kind of jogged on this issue. Uh,
0: what's something, Brown, that you see around town? Maybe we could each start by saying one thing. Mm. Oh, <laughs> did not prepare for that. Uh, so you're coming out swinging with this one. Um, let's see. One thing that's Brown... Uh, I will say there's a lot of dirt that is brown, most dirt uh, that I see in city parks, dumps, uh, you know, maybe by the river, A lot of brown dirt there. And actually, fun fact, if you mix it with water, it stays brown, but the consistency changes. It actually becomes mud. And so both mud and dirt are brown, but they're somehow different, which I think is really interesting. So uh, I would say my first answer is mud and dirt as well. Uh, That's sort of what you would see in like uh, sort of your more cosmopolitan areas like New York, LA, Paris, Rome, something like that. Really? Yeah. Um, And really kind
1: of the famous cities they all have. Have that yeah, and I'm yeah. a little confused because you're saying mud and dirt but those are both brown. So are we? Ta- are these two different things or are they two
0: subcategories of, of the same? I will plead ignorance here, Ari. I'm sorry. I, I really wish I had more insight on this. I'm not a dirt expert. I'm also not a mud expert. Well, I'm I, the only normal... reason I ask, well,
1: yeah. <laughs> we know you're normal. Thanks. You know? yeah. um, that's for sure. But uh, what the, the reason I ask is really, um, I'm kind of in a bubble and we're doing a secret Santa. Um, yeah. It's actually different from your bubble. I'm kind of with a few other uh, friends, and we're doing a secret Santa where we're getting each other exactly one gift, and the theme of it is brown, Um, kind of was my idea uh so i wanted to maybe if i were getting them a tin of mud and a tin of dirt they would say hey ari that's two things Mm -hmm. get out of our bubble you've been
0: disqualified now is that is that secret santa for upcoming christmas because you have a lot you have a lot of time uh or is it a one of those off-season uh secret santas Right. So
1: Santa, Secret Santa is not just a Christmas thing, right? Santa is That's alive. Right. That's right. Santa is alive and well at all times of the year and would really love to be celebrated at all times. So mm-hmm. this is something we do weekly. Um, I haven't really told you about it because I didn't want to hurt your feelings, but we're kind of talking about all things under the sun this week. So So
0: if I thought you're I'd having bring it up. if you're having yourself a brown Secret Santa, which I mean okay. Uh, I would recommend highly recommend sort of taking a tin of dirt and a tin of mud, maybe combining the two. And that creates a whole new gift. And I believe that it would if, if you combine the two, if you cut uh, some of the mud with dirt, that is going to keep it under the $20 uh, gift limit. Um, and you're going to actually be able to give that because I'm sure you set limits of like nothing over $20, nothing over. If you get a tin yeah. of mud, I mean, that'll run you, that'll Probably be
1: just 13 or $14
0: but significant you know I'm, I am would I I mean I get sort of more premium mud I get some of the mud with sort of more nutrients maybe even a couple of uh, it's a deeper brown it, it um, just with the to, worms swimming around in it because each worm you know, costs extra we have worms are extra right but my point being uh, that's how Sometimes you can get worms it are brown it. by the way that's good. No, but that's a good point. This is
1: kind of, we're getting more into
0: rural nature here, and we're yeah. going to focus on brown around town. So Ari, I hate to ask you this, but okay. I, I'm hoping that you could name something that's brown that you see around town. Ooh, I really don't
1: like to be put on the spot like this, but I'm going to go out on a limb here, and limbs like a limb of a tree is brown, um, oh, okay. but that's just a coincidence. Uh, when you're walking around town, and I'm talking Los Angeles or Boston, Massachusetts, anywhere that's a coastal or seafaring town, Boston, Massachusetts, anywhere that's a seafaring town like that, um, you're going to walk and walk and walk and walk and walk and walk and eventually you'll see the ocean. And when you see the ocean, a lot of people go, hip, hip, hooray, I've reached the ocean and I want to take all these beach photos. But I go, now I know that I'm close to a boardwalk. And now what a boardwalk is, for those of you who don't know, is it's an it's an elevated walkway uh, made of wooden planks, which are brown. So that's a great way you can be outdoors in a major city and walk on, normally when we walk on concrete, it's it's a white sidewalk or black asphalt of a street. But here we have a brown walkway. This is very rare. You're going to have to move to one of those coastal cities if you want to experience experience this but I t- I took a great walk up and down the boardwalk today and it, when everyone else was taking
0: pictures of the ocean I was taking pictures of the ground that's one of the greatest uh, you know that's that's what everybody talks about when they say oh I, I always want to move to one of the coasts you know you always hear that it's like oh there's better job opportunities you know possibly they're more uh, Uh, Maybe they're more progressive in their politics. All of that is a facade just so that they can become closer to boardwalks and come closer to brown uh, flooring. That's right. That's right. Uh, boardwalks are my favorite surface to walk on.
1: And I wonder where's the government for all these sidewalks that are not, that are not brown walkways uh, when the people in the cities are really wanting to be looking down and seeing the color brown. A, a lot of people really like to see that color around their cities. That's why we're doing this
0: podcast. Now, speaking of looking down and seeing brown, I, uh, I have another little aspect that I want your opinion on. Uh, pennies. What about those, right? Those are brown uh, instruments of currency, we'll, we'll call them. Uh, they're worth about one cent. And if you find them on the ground, they're absolutely yours to keep. You don't need to put them in a lost and found. You don't need to you oh, know, really? put an ad in the paper. No, actually, that's that is a, that's a new rule. You don't need to do that anymore. I thought I
1: had to. That's a lot of uh, net worth that I've lost
0: over the years. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh but, go penny hunting right after this. Yeah, you don't have to. My point is you no longer have to put in an advertisement for the paper. You don't have to describe really? what it looks. It's like right, exactly. It is not uh, not essential, and so that penny is now yours. Ari, how many pennies have you found on the sidewalk? Let's say when you're wearing goggles or wearing nothing at all.
1: Uh, right. So I that's uh, first of all, I didn't know you could keep them. I thought you put an ad in the paper, like you said, and you actually pay for the newspaper ad with the penny you found. So it's a whole. It makes sense that way. Um, but I actually, so I saw a penny today, uh, which of course I, I put in a loss and found because I didn't know. Um, but it appeared to have a uh, president on the on the back and and maybe maybe on the front, um, and it was uh, it was very it was very beautiful. Um, and there's uh, did a shortage. It, um,
0: so. <laughs> uh, let me ask you, Ari. Uh, did it have possibly the the Lincoln uh, Memorial on one side? I was really focused on the color and not mm. on the. Illustrations. Okay, um, okay. What about you? What's the first thought well, when you I look just, at a penny? I got to say, I the way that you're describing it, that sounds like a penny that I lost a couple of years ago, and I am I've just been dying to find it. I mean that it's brown, it's round, it's got a coin on it, uh, maybe a famous president's head on it. That I mean, that's exactly what my penny was when I lost it. So maybe um, I, maybe after the show, you could show me some pictures of it, and I'll uh, I'll figure it out. But I mean, you might've found my pennies in which case, thank you. Yeah, sure. I mean,
1: I would say you're welcome in advance. So but we'll have to talk about that after the show. That's right. That's kind of getting down to business, mm-hmm. um, which our listeners still want to know more about the color brown. So let's hold on to our kind of private business for now. You're right. Um, I have another very exciting thing, similar to pennies, but also very different, uh, which is the fall, right? The season that we're all talking about. Um, the leaves change color and they fall from the tree. And normally it changes to this boring red or orange, mm-hmm. you know, but then they, when they're on the ground, if you wait about six more weeks into the winter, all of those
0: leaves turn brown. So that's interesting because I had, I have a similar concept for you. Um, It's it's called autumn. And that's actually where I wrote this down. I wrote it down here. That's where, you know, the leaves change and become eventually brown, crunch them on the ground. So it seems like we have two competing seasons here, right?
1: Yeah, well, it's, autumn is when it starts, and that's when everyone takes the pictures. Again, it's the people taking pictures of the wrong thing. Right. You right. have to wait for it to—we both know this. You have to wait a uh, six weeks or so, and then it, the leaves turn from— Orange to brown.
0: But whether it's fall or autumn, you have a great treat uh, resting right below your feet. <laughs> I didn't know this was <laughs> you... the rhyming episode. Yeah, I uh, didn't know that either. Yeah, okay. That's
1: actually really clever. We should speak to somebody about that. Maybe um, post that on social media and maybe we could get
0: some likes well, for a podcast. Uh, Ari, I would love to get to listener letters because we only got one per person today, so uh, clearly not a lot of interest from you guys out in the audience. But hopefully, uh, you can learn something too from this. Yeah, I hope so. I think it's only fair that you start. Sure. Um, well, this is
1: this was my one letter. I don't know if they're they're making a rule. You could only send one, um, but. I only got. I mean, that
0: would make sense. Yeah, yeah,
1: because yeah. usually we get you know at least hundreds, um, but this one is from uh, Mr. Seaweed Phelps. Maybe related to Michael Phelps. The Olympics seaweed is also related to water,
0: so I'm just kind of guessing there. Might be inter- might be related to uh, kelp, because Phelps kelp seaweed.
1: Well, maybe their nickname is Kelp Phelps. Oh, very well. Let's read. We'll see what they have to say. Maybe that sheds light on the situation. So um, Seaweed Phelps asks, hello, Ari and Nate. My name is Seaweed Phelps, and I'm the mayor of a town in Vermont. The name of the town is not that important. Anyway, my question is: How do I make my town have more brown around it so when the residents walk around, they could see more of that color?
0: Oh my God! Love wow.
1: Seaweed Phelps.
0: Uh, that's great. Uh, I would recommend again what I said um, earlier in the in the broadcast. Sort of hinted at it. Um, most towns have a, a trench or a cachet of water at their disposal, right? Most, that's right. most it's called a reservoir in, in many states. And what I would like to do is just take a lot of dirt and just empty it in, out into the reservoir, and that creates a sea of brown. Um, and that's a, it's a cost-effective, easy way for any town to become more brown uh, within minutes. That's a great solution. Thank Problem solves, Mr. Yeah. Fett.
1: One of my suggestions, too, is, you know, when I was a mayor of a town in the past, because, you know, most of us do that at some point, um, I actually mandated for all of my residents to wear what I call a brown gown. Um, mm. So it was a standard cloth, brown cloth that fitted at one size fits all <laughs> kind of thing. And all the residents would wear it and walk around town. So you're automatically seeing uh, a lot of a lot of brown around town because everyone is wearing their city mandated brown gowns. So it's a brown
0: gown that they would wear. Around the neighborhood. Around town. Very, oh, okay. Yeah, that, that's even better. Wow. Um, so my uh, my letter is sort of completely different. I want to hear what you have to think about it. Uh, this is from uh, his name. Just one just one name. His name is Weeby. Uh, he doesn't have a uh, W-E-E-B-Y. He doesn't have a last name. Are you
1: sure there's not a space, like Wee space B? Yeah.
0: Uh, Again, I, I'm just reading what I got here, I <laughs> and understand. it says it says Weeby. Okay, um, it says dear Ari, so it's just addressed to you, which is strange because it was sent to me. But dear Ari, I live in Crackle Valley, Nevada. Six hundred people live here, along with two general stores and a costume depot that is open every day except for the weeks leading up to October 31st. How can I make my town, which is not very brown, more brown? So it's sort of actually, now that I'm reading it, it's sort of exactly like your question that you posed to me, which is very interesting.
1: <laughs> kind of a copycat over there.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, we'll have, to, we'll have to investigate that later. But right now, Ari, I'd love to hear your thoughts on sort of innovative ways to make a town uh, like Crackle Valley, Nevada, a little bit more brown.
1: So uh, that's a great question. Um, and um, I personally, I personally find that a lot of towns have brick buildings, right? Mm -hmm. Now you're probably rolling your eyes if you're listening to this at home. Oh, come on Ari, bricks are red. Go to grade school, learn the facts, right? But I'm gonna challenge that for a second. Yes, every brick starts out red, um, but kind of like the leaves we talked about, if you wait a few decades, sometimes this takes hundreds of years um, for your grandchildren or great-grandchildren, but they will turn brown, all bricks turn brown. That's the first law of Newton and physics or uh, bi- biology, whatever the si- sciences. right? All bricks will turn brown. I didn't so, take honors chemistry, so I, this is news to me. <laughs> I got you here, yeah, I yeah. got you. Um, bring in kind of different outside knowledge here. Mm-hmm. Um, just invest in bricks. Invest very heavily. Um, get it because bricks are heavy. And just wait a very <laughs> vi- <laughs> and just wait a very, 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 very long time. And maybe one day your great 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 grandchildren will have all of those brown bricks around town. They will d- change from red to brown. If
0: I could also add specifically to mister or I don't know if it's to Weeby's point. I uh, I know for a fact that there is a conspiracy that the United States keeps its brown paint reserves deep into the uh, in the uh, in the deserts of Nevada. So a- area maybe 51, a- area fifty one area well area fifty two actually is where they keep all the brown paint oh. uh, that they've been storing up. Not sure why they do that, but uh, that uh, maybe maybe you could ask the government uh, to give you some brown paint. Um, now we would love to move on to our guest today. It's a very very special guest because we've never had him on before. This is sort of The first time that you guys are going to get to hear about our guest. His name is Billy the Mage Wizard, and he is a magician that turns things brown all around town. He's known for turning things brown. Here he is in his own voice. Hold on. Abracadabra. (laughs) can't wait. Here he is, Mr. uh, Billy the Mage Wizard. Billy, welcome to the program. Thank you. Abracadabra. (laughs) That means high and, and, uh, and magic. <laughs> yeah, so. Hey, how, how yeah, are you? The,
2: I, I'm, I'm doing really good. I'm here on the street corner, and I am performing today, actually.
0: Oh, so very I, cool.
2: I, I, you know, I want to thank you guys for having me on the
0: podcast. What are you turning uh, brown today, Mr. Wizard?
2: Uh, the walls. <laughs> I'm, I'm smearing the walls. Um... And I'm, I'm very, I'm ve- I, this is going to be a good
1: one, guys. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's great. The, the walls of, are, are you standing outside of a building? Uh, yes, a brick building. That makes sense. Wow. Interesting. And so we, we were just having
2: crevices of the brick building. You know, on a brick, there's a lot of red. And I thought, you know what? Enough red. We need a little more brown.
1: We were just talking about that actually with the bricks. It's so so you're talking about the white spaces between the the red bricks or the bricks themselves. Yeah,
2: yeah the concrete the concrete space in between.
1: I he's he's a magician.
0: He's not an interior guy. <laughs> I, I, I got gotcha. you. Uh, so so
1: um I know a magician doesn't reveal their secrets, but it, could you kind of describe what this trick is going to look like for the people walking by?
2: Of course. Um. So they're going to walk by. And I'm going to say, hey, look over here. And I'm going to say, look at the wall. And then I'm going to rub the wall and say, ta-da, it's brown. And they're all going to say, wow.
1: That's amazing. I'm I'm wowed already. Yeah, yeah. You don't even need to show me.
2: I can't really say much more than
1: that. Right, you don't say, a magician doesn't reveal their secrets. All he knows is that you smear the wall and it turns brown. But and we, somehow yes. that's, there's somehow. a
0: magic uh, uh, apparatus, there's a magic aspect to this trick, because to me, it just seems yeah. like you are applying paint or Red a similar, paste. or paste, yeah, brown Yay! paste. Yay! over here, okay? Uh, okay? Yeah, let's move on. I, can I ask... Um, we'll cut that part out. Yeah, we'll, we'll cut that out in post. It's in sort of a magic yes, I appreciate thing. That. Uh, can we, By the way, I don't use paint, Do you, right? You, you okay. don't use paint. Nope. No paint. No paint. Um, we're not accusing a single... We're not, we're not <laughs> accusing you of anything on this. We're we just so happy to have you on. I would love to hear, how did you get into sort of, I don't want to say the dark arts, I guess I could say the brown arts uh, yes. of turning things brown.
2: I try to focus on my tricks. And I found that I'm very good at tricking people. And so, you know, I I stuck with it and here I am smearing your walls.
0: Again, I'm sort of, you you sort of gave me the A to Z, uh, but you didn't really talk about the other 24 letters there. (laughs) B, C, D, Q. Yeah, yeah, there's sort of (laughs) just, I, I just, I can only imagine that there's more of a journey between you sort of realizing you can trick people and only doing it exclusively, it seems like, yeah, yeah, yeah. with uh, it, by turning things into brown. That's what we're interested in here. This isn't the yeah. magic podcast. This right. Maybe maybe podcast. earlier in your career
1: you tricked people sure. with yellow or um, pink. or No, right. you know,
2: I've actually never used another color. That's why I'm so happy to be
0: here today. Wow. That's, uh, that's my campaign. Smear brown. Thank you so much for coming on the program. Ari, do you have a final word? You know, I'm I'm actually reaching into my pockets right now, and I'm I'm. Not, okay, okay, we're gonna we're gonna move on here. Thank you so much. Oh, don't, don't say what you find. Don't say what you find. Okay, uh, I don't want to reveal
1: my secrets. Thank you so
0: much, <laughs> Billy, and uh, abracadabra to you. Abracadabra. Uh, well, that was uh Billy the wizard. Or sorry, Billy, Mr. Wizard. His last name is actually Wizard. Um, fascinating how he turns things into brown, isn't it? That's
1: that's really cool. I wonder how he does it, but I also don't want to know.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. It's the trick is ruined. Um now Ari, I would like to uh sort of change gears here for a second and hey, boop, let every... <laughs> that's yeah. No, that was good. Yeah. Uh, and let everybody know that uh next week we have the podcast awards, which is gonna, which is really fun. It's an international competition uh and it's going to be hosted by us at the end of next week's episode and we're going to give out an award for the best co-host of all time. In podcasting history, okay, um, and we, each of us get one nomination, and then we'll have we'll 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 hold a, conduct a secret vote where we each see who we voted for for our uh, for for our favorite co-host. Okay, Ari, I would be honored to uh, nominate you for <gasps> best co-host uh, because you're just so uh, I love having you on, and we're doing a great job. I think you'd make a great uh, a great nominee. I'm proud to nominate you. Um, oh who, would you nominate? Uh, who would you nominate? Who would you nominate? Thank you.
1: Um, um, in this, I could nominate any podcast co-hosts in the world. I sure can. Any podcast I listen to. And I'm allowed to nominate myself. Yeah,
0: I suppose so, yeah. Um, uh, you could nom- also nominate um, a co-host that is working with you. Any co hosts including uh, myself. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> um,
1: well, I nominate, um, sorry to say, I nominate myself.
0: Okay, okay. Um... Me, Ari Yeah, no, I know. know That isn't the confusion. Um, Okay. Of the show colors. Well, uh, I guess we'll have a, uh, I guess there's still the write-in vote, but otherwise um, it's, we'll see who wins. I nominated Ari and Ari uh, nominated Ari. So thank you so much for listening. We hope you learned a lot about Brown Around Town uh, and that's all for us. Thank you so much.